The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the SMA Flash Briefings. This flash briefing is brought to you by Genentech, the makers of a new FDA-approved treatment for SMA. To learn about our study results across different types of people with SMA, visit approvedforsma.com. That's approvedforsma.com. Hi, I'm Price Wildridge. As a rare neuromuscular disorder patient myself, I enjoy reading flash briefings for spinal muscular atrophy. Here's an article by Steve Bryson, Ph.D. Genetic analysis of families finds novel mutations in SMA. Genetic analysis of 28 families with a member affected by spinal muscular atrophy identified novel mutations in the SMN1 gene and different genes widely prevalent in SMA patients not found in unaffected family members, a study reveals. The study, High Throughput Screening, Reveals Novel Mutations in Spinal Muscular Atrophy Patients, was published in the Italian Journal of Pediatrics. Mutations in the SMN1 gene cause the most common type of SMA. About 96% of people with the condition have mutations in which a section of the SMN1 gene, or exon 7, is deleted in both copies, one from each parent. The remaining cases are mostly associated with different types of SMN1 mutations and, as some studies suggest, mutations in other genes. The researchers wrote, quote, Since both the clinical features and the mutation characteristics of SMA are obvious, the diagnosis of SMA is considered a relatively easy process. However, recent studies have reported that the diagnostic process for SMA is not always straightforward and simple, and there usually is a delay between the onset of clinical features and the diagnosis in all types of SMA. As such, and with the emergence of novel therapies for SMA, there is a continuing need to understand the genetic variation that underlies the disorder not only to avoid misdiagnosis, but also to aid in the early diagnosis of SMA. The researchers wrote, quote, It is very important to understand the pathological disease-causing genetic characteristics of patients, which directly affects the diagnosis and treatment of patients. Researchers based at the Tinhuan Children's Hospital in China analyzed 83 blood samples isolated from 28 families, in which some members were suspected of having SMA. A genetic analysis was conducted first to diagnose SMA, then to find novel mutations associated with these patients. SMA was suspected due to unstable walking in individuals ranging in age from 1 month to 12 years, while their parents did not show SMA symptoms. The initial genetic analysis diagnosed 22 children with deletion of SMN1, exon 7 mutations, in both gene copies, three carriers with SMN1, exon 7 deletion in one gene copy, and two non-SMA individuals with two SMN1 copies. In one family, the mother of an SMA patient had three SMN1 exon 7 copies, and the father was a carrier. In contrast, in another family, the father of another SMA patient had three SMN1 exon 7 copies, and the mother was a carrier. Furthermore, a two-year-old girl who was considered a carrier had some clinical features of SMA, such as muscle weakness and degeneration. In this case, the mother was the carrier, while the father did not have deletion mutations. Of the 83 samples, six single-point mutations in the SMN1 gene were identified, four of which were reported for the first time, including 84C to T, 271C to T, 
minus 39A to G and 702-406-39G to C. Of note, the four nucleotide building blocks of DNA are cytosine, or C, guanine, or G, thymine, or T, and adenine, or A, in which a change in one nucleotide is a single-point mutation. While the 84C to T mutation does not result in a change in the amino acid sequence of the resulting survival motor neuron protein, the 271C to T leads to a shorter protein, or stop-gain mutation. The minus 39A to G mutation occurred in an area adjacent to the SMN1 gene, while the 702-406-39G to C change was found in the part of the gene that does not contain protein information, or non-coding. How these changes affect function is unknown. The two other mutations were 462A to G, which was synonymous, while the 702-479-37A to C mutation was found in a non-coding region, also with no known function. Increasingly, the 271C to T mutation that creates a shorter SMN protein was found in the father of the two-year-old girl with symptoms. We suspect that the two-year-old girl with symptoms might be an SMA patient caused by a heterogeneous deletion of SMN1 exon 7 combined with the SMN1 stop-gain mutation, 271C to T, the researchers wrote. The 462A to G mutation occurred in 17 SMA patients, two carriers and two unaffected individuals. In addition, one carrier had the 84C to T mutation. One SMA patient had the minus 39A to gene mutation, and another SMA patient, the 702-406-39G to C mutation. Based on these results, a more detailed genetic analysis was conducted in 20 SMA patients with both gene copies containing the SMN1 exon 7 deletion and five non-SMA children as a comparison to find additional mutations. The team found 30 mutations that occurred in at least 50% of SMA patients, with the most frequent mutation in the SPTA1 gene found in 19 or 95% of affected children. This gene provides instructions for making a protein that helps maintain cell shape. The second most frequent mutation found was in the FUT5 gene in 17 patients or 85% and this gene carries instructions for a metabolic enzyme. A mutation in the MCCC2 gene occurred in 15 or 75% of affected individuals, encoding an enzyme found in mitochondria, the energy-producing centers in cells. The MCCC2 gene was located in chromosome 5Q13, which was the same location as SMN1, the researchers wrote. They added, quote, We found more mutations in both SMN1 and other genes, and some of them were associated with the onset of SMA such as the SMN1 stop-gain mutation, 271C to T. Coming up next, Perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge. This flash briefing is made possible by a sponsorship from Genentech. Are you living with SMA or are you a caregiver for someone who is? A new treatment has just been FDA approved based on studies of different types of people living with SMA. Genentech extends a special thanks to all of the individuals, families, and healthcare providers who participated in the studies that led to making this new treatment option a reality. To learn more about this new treatment, visit approvedforsma.com. Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Rungi, SMA News Today Forum's moderator and blogger. 
For the most part, I'm an open book. Exposing individuals to disability makes them more comfortable with it in the long run. Plus, I enjoy sharing my life in hopes to make it easier for others dealing with similar situations. That's not to say I don't cherish my privacy. Needless to say, when you need help with the most intimate parts of life, that can be difficult. Lately, I've had a few issues creep in that I'm not exactly thrilled with, but not sure what to do about either. Since it's cold out, I've been having my PCAs bring in the mail. They sort through it so I can toss the junk mail. Then I proceed to have them open the rest because, let's face it, opening envelopes is not my forte. In addition, if I receive any packages, they open those as well. It's not like I get secret love letters or erotica arriving, but even if I did, it wouldn't be anyone's business. Unfortunately, it ends up being their business when they're the ones opening it, silently judging if I really needed another bottle of nail polish. Little do they realize I got them on clearance with free shipping. No one wants an audience when they go to the bathroom. So, once I'm situated over the toilet, I send my caregivers out of the room. When I'm finished, I call them back. Of course, they need to be within earshot, but it seems like the second my tinkle stream halts, there they are. Not all of them. Some of them are consumed by their cell phones. Enough of them, though, to be mildly annoyed knowing they're listening to me pee. Those are just a couple minor examples of the lack of privacy in my life. How do you maintain privacy? If you have any tips or suggestions to me, head to smanewstoday.com forward slash forums to let me know. That's all I have for you today. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a good day everyone. We'll talk again soon. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.smanewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our SMA News Today forums, a trusted SMA community ready to welcome you anytime.